The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, that's it! Man, oh, you again! I wasn't always like this, but uh, <laughs> just it, sometimes it happens. I just uh, I forget everything and I just do stuff. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Hold on, no, we did it. <laughs> As Matt's <laughs> welcome to Unfiltered. As Matt's green screen is coming apart. Oh, the whole system is collapsing. Don't show the back. Don't show the background. I'll tell He's you right not- now. It don't, wasn't anything bad. Don't show like, my messy room, Jimmy. You'll get me. I'm not afraid of a lot of things. Look at my messy room. I, yeah, but do you have a wife? Do you have a wife? No. Well, I fucking do. So unless you want to have the fury of my wife, which you're not going to deal with, I'm going to deal with. You'll deal with it. Yeah. So my fucking background. I would actually egg her on if she was furious at you. I was like, I told him not to show it, but he insisted. I'm not yelling at you, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy, everyone's afraid of their wives. It's normal. Uh, Akash, Akash saying, yeah, he's, and, he's uh, very funny. Yes, like he is on the podcast with Andrew Schultz. Is that the yeah, flag- yeah, yeah, flagrant too? He does. I don't know. I'm screaming. Uh, and he just put out a special. And uh, what they're doing over there is just so amazing. The way those guys have built that up, and Akash is a big part yeah. of that. So, I want to hear about it. Yeah, want- Jimmy, yes, buddy, Jimmy, yes, yes, I look good. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but my I've been I've been rolling a little bit. Good, good. I grabbed one of my black belts. He's like a, a, a slender guy, like you know, a uh, uh, little Frida, a little slender. I, I grabbed him. Yeah. And he's in, uh, and I, you know, I, then I rolled with some of the girls. You know, some of my black belts. I, 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 I've been. I, my knee feels good, and I'm very yeah. happy about that, Jimmy. I'm very happy about that. Oh, I pushed back my surgery with my knee. Yeah, you were saying you're going to until maybe February. I'm doing it in April. April's fine. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck, man. Let me push that shit back. I'm doing all right now. I don't want to. I just got back. Now it's gonna be the dead of winter, and I'm gonna be one legged during Christmas. Fuck that. Well, you'll also you, you you the worst one was replaced, and it will be stronger. So yeah, you won't be rehabbing this one at all anymore by the time you get the new one fixed. What are we in now? October, November, December, January, February. Yeah, six months. That's fine. <laughs> 
Jimmy, I joke. Sometimes I joke around too much. There's a guy who was just literally just now. I like to like, you know, this is my my day so far. Not that you asked, but can I tell you my day? We got. A I always want to know. Yeah, we plenty of time before Akash joins us. Yes. Um, yes. So I start the day. I get up like around like five fifteen in the morning, which you might be surprised by. Okay. I but, am actually. You get up a lot earlier than I do. Well, really. A lot yeah, I do morning radio. I get up at 6.45 because we start at 8 instead of 7. Can I tell you the big difference, though? Big difference. Yeah. I might get up earlier, right? But I do get to come home around like 10 o'clock and I get to nap. I nap. Yeah. I get a two-hour nap. Of course. But don't look at me like I'm a fucking hero. Yeah. Well, you can, Jimmy, you can look at me like I'm a hero. I do because you wake up and you still go and teach classes that early. Well, anyway, I have a great time. We had... We had 20 people there today. Close to 30 people. Let's round it up. 30 people starting the day. I spit on my screen. I'm sorry. That's okay. I couldn't see. (laughs) I get excited. But 30 people, 30 people in the morning starting their day with me screaming, screaming, screaming. Anything, anybody. I can be any one of my students. Trust me. You got to know. I know what that sounds like. Trust me. I know. I understand. It It could be annoying. Anyway, took a nap, came back. The family's out. They're doing shopping today. Where do you nap? I'm at my house. No, no, no. Where do you nap at your house? Or you nap at the oh, school? Yeah, no, I nap. I nap at my house. I nap at the school too. Yes, <laughs> just ask Aljo and Marab. I fucking, I don't, I don't know if their cameras are rolling, but where will I, you nap? Will you just go on the on the mat, or will you go up to the no, office? Oh no, not John Danaher or Gordon Ryan. That's some hardcore shit. I got a couch in my lounge. I'll go right in there and I'll fucking, but then I come out, nobody knows I'm in there. So I'll just come out and like, ah, stretching like the fucking monster. Ah, you set your up. alarm or will you just wake up? No, I'll usually set my alarm. If I'm either place, because who knows, I could be in a fucking coma. So anyway, I woke up, had some coffee, had some espresso. I shaved my head and went outside. I smoked a little reefer in my car. So I get out and the fucking guy's got a car that says driving school on it. And he's, I guess he's waiting for the kid across the street, literally parked in the middle of the street, right? And he's out of the car. So I give him wait. I go, dude. I go, I didn't go, dude. I go, uh, I go, my man, I go driving school. I go, it's a horrible parking job. That's a terrible advertisement for your for your, your, your company. The guy's just like looking at me, fucking like Italian guy. Look at me. I don't know the guy, but I'm trying to be friendly. Yeah, like, you're having I'm, fun. I'm, I'm being fun. I'm having fun, Jimmy. Yeah. He's looking at me, right? And I'm like, I go, I go, like, you think kids get a fails road test? <laughs> and he's like, and he gave me like a chuckle. Like, ah, okay, who are you here for, Johnny? He goes, no, Joseph, the oldest. I go, oh, okay, good, have a good day. But I thought that was, I tried to be fun, but it, but at first I felt it was, it was backfiring. Look at me, look at me bad, definitely backfiring. Just backfiring. And I'm like, all right, the guy's just looking at me. So I had to run with it about the road test, and then he got a, he gave it a little chuckle on the second. He, that was the polite, I understand you're joking and I'm not going to get angry. Nah, uh, listen, yeah. hey, you want to go to sleep on my front lawn? It's up to you, motherfucker. I'm having a good time. I'm, I am I don't know how your day's going, but I'm having, if you park like an asshole in front of my house, I'm allowed to have a good time. Yeah. So, Jimmy. So, what, what are you saying? Go to sleep on the front lawn. Do you mean that you would have uh, brought him a pillow? Or are you saying, uh, if, you want to come over tonight for a little camp out? No. No, that's not what I meant, Jimmy. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Hey, what do you see? If the man had stepped out, you were in your I heart jujitsu shirt and you would have um, helped him with a nap. I love teaching jujitsu. I have such a good time. Um, I want to, by the way, there's a rumor 
And I don't want to, I don't want to say anything premature because I, for one, yeah, it might not be happening. And two, I don't want to like, I don't want to put you on the spot. Sure. And I don't think there's a three. I thought there was three things. No, there's two. There's only three. I don't got to rack my brain. It no, really, it's you. We don't got to go. It's not really a number thing. No. It's more of like two points. Sure. I heard that uh, we might, we might, we. I know I got approached to do another watch party. Yes. Oh, it's not a big yes. deal. <laughs> yes. By yeah, the way, I, they could take it out. If it's a big secret, they could always take it out. Yeah. Uh, I like to build things up, and you're just like, yeah, Jimmy. I had fun the first. I like, I did I, too. I put this on the record, sure. And it has nothing to do with Marab because Marab was there when I was with Longo. If I had, and it's not that nothing to do. With, I love Marab. If it was me and Marab, it might be a, a different story. I did a couple of these. I did one with you. Oops. Yep. Almost lost you. And then I I did one also at Longo's house. Now I know Longo. Literally, I met him at seventeen. You were sure. old pals. It would. It's definitely going to be. It's all in the setting. You put me in Longo in certain settings. I'll be like, man, put a camera on us. This is great. I never watched that episode. That what what happened with us? But I do know one thing. How unplay. Hey, listen. You want me to do it in Longo's? How about this? Double the fucking price. Double the fucking price. How? It's about common courtesy. I'm an animal person. Sure. I love dogs. Sure. You know. Oh, did his dog keep wandering in the shop? <laughs> I love Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. The phone is the fucking dog. And I'm eating a slice of pizza. I go, I, go, I can't do it with the breath <laughs> in my face. Longo, without even, he's not even lucky. No, how about unlucky, motherfucker? Grab this dog and get it. How about you get in the next room? Did you see all the cameras? Dude, I mean, <laughs> even when we left, and I'm not throwing Marab, I'm not throwing Marab under the bus. But Marab is like, and I don't know how it is in Georgia. We walked out of the like, Longos. If the deal, and dude, it didn't get any better. The dog, no, of course not. The dog was an undis. There's no bad animals. There's only bad owners. Are you and saying Marab, the dog was was begging for food consistently? The dog was yes. Did I? I'm sorry if I didn't really. Did I? Did I? Oh no, you did. I just like hearing it. Jimmy, it was <laughs> spoiled. It. it was the most annoying fucking thing ever. His dog would not get the fuck out of the room. It was breathing all over us. Even Marab was sad. We left. He goes, Matt, I love you. I love Reds, but this is crazy. The dog is he even knew it's not normal. Well, not if you remember longer. So I make when I when they asked me to do it again, I go, Well, let me hear what they're gonna uh, and it's gonna be with, and it, and they said they asked, you know, with you. I go, Oh, well, listen. Yeah. And then they said maybe you can even yeah, I don't listen, it's your place. And we're gonna do it at your place, I hope. Yes, I, if my if my construction is done and my furniture's back, but I'm thinking it will be. I'll know. I'll know by next week. Dude, I don't know. Maybe a comedian buddy or two. I don't know. Gee, I've actually, already requested one. Why am I inviting people to your house? I want Bob Kelly to do it. I, I was gonna say. You know how this all came about? Just now, me thinking of this whole thing. We oh. were talking about jujitsu, and I was thinking if his son was still training, young, you know, young. Max. Oh, young Max. Yeah, he I, might be. I know we got some a stripe or two, and. And then I was going to bring up if he was training, because I see that he dropped a little weight. Yeah. You know any of this. I'm sure you yes, do. Yes, of course. And uh, I wonder if he was training. So then that got to me thinking of the watch party. Now, if you remember, though, when we were at my house, there was a giant cockroach that ran into the living room that I had to chase and kill, which was embarrassing. 
Really? I don't remember. Maybe that. it was before you got there. There's a water bug. No, but I, I think they I sneak in from the bathroom. I'm not going to lie. I was there, Jimmy. I thought oh. it was like a prop. I thought no. it was a prop from like Jurassic Park. That no, was, thing was huge. I know. He's <laughs> dude, Jimmy. I don't want to say nothing. I know. You might have a, you know, a friend over, you know, a special friend. Yeah. And uh, I don't want you I mean, I don't want to be saying that you got bugs or anything because it's very, I mean, you know, you, you got like a penthouse. Was that what a penthouse is? Is that what you call a penthouse? Well, you can't help it because they come out. I, there's a couple of like little holes from construction that weren't closed up. Things that you don't notice, but a bug will come up on the pipes and walk out. You don't want fucking, that. No. I hate, just, that. I hate it too. There was a time. I didn't know nothing about stink bugs. <laughs> that, that's not proper English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know nothing about stink bugs. Dude, I got to listen. I didn't know anything. Yeah. I didn't I did not know what stink bugs were. I was not aware of a stink bug. I was not aware of stink bugs, Jimmy. And me and my wife and all my my three kids, they were they were younger, right? We were up by my sisters and like over the, the uh near the Catskills, right? Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you you want to stay? It's a beautiful like wake up in the morning, you drink your coffee right on the porch and look over, you see the trees and the mountains and and uh it's nice. It's right off the highway and I okay, and it's like yeah, it's a bed and breakfast. So that's what we were doing. This, and uh, so we stayed there. I said a bug, and, you know, we killed it. You don't kill a stink bug. Do you know about these stink bugs? Can a they give off a stink, bug. right? Well, <laughs> I mean, you did. You, you, you did indicate. You did indicate before when you said, "I don't know nothing about no stink bugs." <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> you really Long Island it up. <laughs> I, I, I was listening. I was, I was really playing the role. Ah. Uh, but I, I guess they you. smell if you kill them, right? They, they release oh, something. Fuck, that's the least of your problems, Jimmy. They it was like it was like they just kept appearing more. We got up to like 15, 16, 17. We're like, we're out. Come on, kids. We woke up the kids. We Wait, doing, it, it's an hour and a half from my house. You if know? you kill one, more show up. If you kill one, oh. It gets it sets off some kind of you know what I like about you with me what? and my stories and my ADD you you bring me back you like it's like you're a little cowboy I picture you like dressed like the little cowboy from Toy Story and you get you lasso me in and you bring my brain back um bring me back again where was I? I, I you were talking about you woke everybody up you're like all right that's enough seventeen of these has showed up yeah. so the stink bugs you kill one and and it it attracts more. The smell probably does, and yeah. No matter how many we'd get, we'd fucking boom. So we had to ring the bell of the lady. We woke up the kids. We're like, I'm not doing it. My wife's like, we're not. This is not happening. We're not, I'm not waking up with these bugs all over us and shit. And I agreed. I go, look, it's like a little under two hours to get home. Let's get the fuck out of Dodge. So we did that in the middle of the night, like fucking Italian-American ninjas. So I woke up the lady at the house, the church house, whatever the fuck it was. It was a weird, weird setup they had. And... Uh, She's like, oh, those are the uh, whatever bugs. I don't think she called them stink bugs. Stink bugs, yeah. Yeah, they are stink. But she goes, oh yeah, yeah. When you when that happens, you find one, you have to just you know put it in the toilet and flush it or get it out of the. Well, you know, uh, thanks, lady. That could have been brought up to us yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you see? But hey, fucking dude. Anyway, that's my adventures with stink bugs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Where know if I've had any. This uh, episode, the, we're really tackling the big topic. Well, I mean, look, we'll talk about. 280. We're obviously going to be watching that. It's October 22nd, Abu Dhabi, 10 a.m. prelims, 2 p.m. Men, uh, main card. It's an incredible card. I'm glad you're not going because that means we can do this together um, with Aljo fighting Dillashaw there in the co-main. I wasn't sure if you were going to be there or not. But this is a very stacked 
card. This, yeah, this is a great uh, Makachev against uh, uh, Oliveira. Is a uh, you know what a great fight. I'm doing a selfie. Hold on, we're talking about that right now. Sure, but we'll do a selfie only because I was gonna. My kids just sent me a selfie. Wait, don't put it. Don't wait. Put a funny face. I'm not. I'm, I'm leaning in. No, I go. Let's do a selfie. And also, I say chill. Like no, no, no. Be, be a normal human being for two seconds. Let me see. So I look like I did. <laughs> how, how do I look in the picture? Do I look okay? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I send it to the right person. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I said that to them. Jimmy, how do I look at the picture? Yeah, I, I didn't look at it close up. But make sure I look okay. My family. <laughs> I want to make sure I look handsome. Jimmy, who are you drinking with? <laughs> Jimmy, it's so it's so silly. Um, what was I going to say? Who are you picking with that? Tell me. Who I want picking? all of I, again. I I don't know. Uh, Makachev has looked so good. I want. I know it's hard to pick against Oliveira though because he's. Uh, I mean, he hasn't uh, he hasn't lost in a while, and um, yeah, this is why I can't uh, I can't pick. In my heart, I, I really like both fighters, and I like that. I, Islam is like he's one of my favorites because I love how he sure he embraces his. I love his first of all his takedowns are beautiful. His grappling is beautiful, but but at the end of the day, in the grappling arts, him and his Habib and them, and I love the, those guys. I, you know, yeah. I was on their side with the Okada thing. You always, you know, I'm not a little bird like you on a fence. I, I'm yeah. sorry, Jimmy, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're on swords. I, I was on their side and everything, but, yeah. but they carry the Sambo flag. They carry the Sambo flag. Ask me what I think about that at the end of the day, please. Could at the end that? of the day. If you find out someone carries the Sambo flag, I heart jujitsu. Did you see what I'm doing right here? Yes, you're showing your nipples. It's I heart jujitsu. Akash is in the waiting room. Yeah, we could talk about this with Akash. He is a UFC fan. I got to say, um, Akashev has fought some good guys, but he has not beaten the level of fighter that Oliveira has beaten. Oliveira has beaten Kevin Lee Ferguson, Chandler, Gaethje, and Poirier. I mean, in a row. I want to so, hear. The guy, he watches the fights. You know, he's not just a silly guy. Let's ask yeah. Akash Singh. Let's see what he sings. I, 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 I might take, I, I think Oliveira wins this fight. I did. I, well, I'll tell you what I think. When we're back, ready? Let's go. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
Hey, Akash. How you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? How are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you again, man. How are you, Akash? Nice to see you. It's Matt. Nice to see you, Matt. Nice, nice to meet you. Nice. And you're a, you're a real fight fan too. You you enjoy you watch UFC. No, I'm a casual. I'm not going to pretend I'm a man. Oh, okay. I would love to impress you guys, but I'm very much a casual. Andrew's a big fight fan. Yes. Do you, how often do you watch? Uh, if Izzy is fighting, I'll watch, and then I'll keep up with the big the big fights. Usually, Izzy he's fighting. Though, at, he's, yeah. sorry, fighting at the Garden in on uh, the uh, the card in November twelfth. I, I think it is. He's fighting sadly, uh, Alex Pereira. Yeah. Sadly, well, I have a uh, comedy on State. Which is an amazing club, so I can't even back yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah. But I've wanted to go there this whole time, so I finally get to go there, and now I'm missing this fight. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I, w- I would have been there for sure. We were going to ask about the uh, Islam fight versus Oliveira, but we don't have to ask about that. We can ask yeah. about that Izzy fight. Obviously, you're going to be going with Izzy, but you yes. know the history with him and Alex Pereira. No, I don't. Please fill me in. What? Akash! I'm a you casual. Mean, it would be lost. way worse if I pretended I knew things. That is true. Hey, I'm man. a dummy. Skinny on everything. I agree. But you are friends with Izzy, or you that's your guy that you want to support. Yes, I'm I'm lovers with Izzy if I if one day if I play my cards right. <laughs> um, listen, I, I, the thing with this is with this fight, why this is so dangerous. Why this is so dangerous. He's such a he's such an amazing striker, Israel. Yes, Adesanya, yes as everybody sure. knows. Yeah, the guy he's fighting beat him twice in kickboxing. One, oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. Once, yeah. yes, you know that, of course. A decision, yeah, that, a decision, a and he knocked him out. And he yeah. knocked him out. I don't, I don't put stock in that. No, that's as a, as a guy who's watched uh, upwards of a dozen fights in my life. Uh, <laughs> I just think that was so long ago, and Izzy's gotten so much better since then, and has been in UFC learning to grapple and all that. I don't think these guys can be able to hang. But you want this is what I want about that fight because Adesanya is like uh, a guy like uh, Blahovitz beat him. I mean, again, Jan was heavier with grappling, so Izzy doesn't really grapple unless it's necessary. And it, what's in his head because he's such a confident fighter. Like you saw him against Paulo Costa, he, he's just unfucking flappable, Adesanya. But yeah. what's in his mind? Having fighting a guy in what will probably be close to another kickboxing match, what is it like for him fighting a guy he has lost to twice? Like his psychology is so unflappable. Does it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it won't affect him at all. And I'm wondering. I don't know what age those fights were, but I remember Izzy came on our podcast the first time before he was a belt holder or anything like that. He was, I think, 30 years old, and he said, "When I was 27, something changed for me mentally." I just started to get way more confident. I started to really apply myself, figure out what I needed to do. And that was 2016, I think he was yeah. 27 years old. So I don't know if those fights are before or after, but I do think he's mentally in a very different headspace than he was back then. Oh, well, they were probably before. This was before UFC. He's only lost one fight in MMA, UFC, and that was to yeah. a heavier fighter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was Blockowitz, the fight. Or, I think was his name. Blockowitz, right? yeah. Yeah, he went up yeah. to fight the light heavyweight champion, and it was a decision. Yeah. Uh, Izzy was competitive. It was just he was laid on by a much heavier yeah, he, guy. He just put his weight on him the whole time. Yeah, Blahovic, I thought that made – Blahovich looked worse than it made Izzy look because Blahovich should have done more as an experienced grappler and such a much stronger guy. Oh, okay. Because I, again, casual, I watched the fight, but I'm just a guy who's like, man, Izzy's undefeated. I know this is a big thing going up in weight class, but yeah. I was worried people were going to look at him because he hadn't lost and the shine was going to be taken off. 
Nah, you can't. Uh, you can't go undefeated forever. Not not in, in MMA. And 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 Izzy's not picking fights. Like you know, they say Mayweather might have chosen a few. Yeah. Uh, Adesanya will fucking fight anybody. So no, I, I respected him a lot for doing that. And the so, and the truth, the true fighters respect the fact that he went up to risk. Yeah, it. bigger to yeah. risk, the bigger reward. If you would have landed a kick or a punch or a triangle and, and finished that fight, people look at they're building statues of the motherfucker. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. So right. it was worth the risk. And a guy sure. like himself, I don't look at the, he went out of that fight. Pretty much unscathed. Yeah. He lost on takedowns, which could pretty yeah. much happen to everybody. And know? he was very but humble in defeat, which I thought was because everybody thinks he's so arrogant to be so humble in defeat. Well, I thought it was great for him. That's funny. I never yeah. think he, I never thought he came across arrogant. He's very no. he's very confident. And yeah, fuck, he can dance. He does that fucking back locking shit. You ever seen him dance? He yeah, fucking oh, dance. I can't. He's a handsome son of a bitch. I love this guy. You know what I was thinking about just now. I, now I, I don't know because we're all sitting down, but I'm assuming you're are you are you like myself? I'm only five six. How tall are you? Guys? Five seven. It, no, Jimmy. I'm about the same. I'm between no, both of you. What, this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking, because I was reading a little Jimmy, it tower over us. I was reading in, in, in the bio about you, how you met your 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 future wife or your wife. I'm sorry, fiance. Wife. Current wife, wife, yeah. You met her at a comedy club. Yeah. So she's a comedy fan. So it got me thinking, right? And this doesn't, I'm not a comedian. I'm just a silly guy. You guys are professionals. But I am silly enough where I have a personality. Right. I wonder what is the average height of, the, of all the comedians out there? Think about all your buddies. It, because you need something else if you're under fighting. You know, if you do statistics, the taller <laughs> guys, the taller yeah, guys, yeah, 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 women, yeah. or the or whatever you're into, or the other men, I don't want to offend anybody. But sure. the taller, the taller guy, they got it fucking made. Yeah. The taller yeah. guys got it fucking made. Yeah. I see them going up and doing pranks and this and that, and they're all tall and the girls. Eh. We we needed something else. I say me. I threw me in there with you guys. I should. Sure, I we is fair. I said I wasn't good, yeah. but I am. That's all right. We got to charm girls in the like us. We have to charm girls in the like of us. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What do you think about that? What is, is it, if there were statistics, do you think a lot of comedians, are you guys eye to eye with them? Or are they all, they're not, you know. I'm not eye to eye with many people on earth, to be honest with you, unless I go to India. Um, (laughs) But what do you think? Um, You know, eye to eye, as far as like meeting girls, I mean, you're always the better look, like they say a sense of humor Women love that, but they 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 only love it if there's another guy who looks like me who isn't funny. Then it helps. <laughs> <laughs> then, then my sense of humor means something. Um, but it can it can help you, I guess. Like being funny, if it depends on what you're talking about, weeds out a lot of women who don't think I'm funny because I'm gross or I'm too sexual. But the ones that do like me are troopers. Like. The, the ones that do yeah. stick around are usually not afraid to get their fingers dirty, if you know what I mean. I will say if I could talk to my younger self, I would tell them true confidence, not cockiness, not playing at confidence, true confidence. Yeah. And just being like, hey, if she says no, it's no big deal. Yep. It's actually kind of funny and I'll move on. Take I think shot. that can take you so far. Yep. So far. I mean. You see, those, you see those gorgeous girls with like, there's a girl who works at ESPN. She's so beautiful. Her name is Malika Andrews. And I think she's engaged to Dave McMenamin, who's the dorkiest, redheaded. I mean, the guy just brings so little to the table, looks yeah. wise. But he can, probably had the confidence to ask. There's a is he a comic? Or, out there. What's he's he a do? Writer. He's uh, a writer. Who wants to marry a writer? Dork. Journalist. He has 
quiet confidence. Here's what the problem is. He's a redhead, but he probably has a giant dick, and he probably is just <laughs> quietly confident. That's why he writes. He doesn't even need to talk. His dick does all the talking. <laughs> could be. It could be, you know. But I, you know, I, I, think, I, I thought it has to, there's something, there's something there. Because there, I've heard, I'm not making this up because I'm 5'6". I could be. I could just be putting this out there. No, I've heard that they say that funny is sexy. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying it. I think Jimmy, it's funny. I'm not coming on. Yeah. I'm not a weird no, job. No, no, no. I'm just letting you know. I wouldn't mind. I but, hope uh, it is. Yeah. Fuck. I, I think charming is sexy and funny is charming. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't know. You think, what about Andrew Dice Clay? Is that fucking charming? Sure, he has a charm oh, to him. Oh, licking the asshole! I don't know. That's not exactly charming. He's like your, like your, 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 your naughty friend saying things he's not supposed to say. Yeah, women, women loved him. I was yeah. on the road with him for a few years. Um, <laughs> I, I would occasionally get laid because he didn't uh, cheat. So anybody who wanted to fuck him was like, well, you got me or nothing. I did not know that, but I remember you put him on your show, Down and Dirty, on HBO. I, I did. I, I mean, I'll never be able to repay him for like, you know, I was on the road with him for three years. Mm -hmm. So uh, he changed my career. So I'll never be able to totally repay what he did. But in the moment I had his show, it was all I could do is I was happy to have him on there. Yeah. And HBO was like, yeah. They were like, you think he'll do it? And I'm, I was happy he did it. Um, how was your special doing? I mean, I was really happy for you that you uh, you, you you came out. You did it on, online, right? Which was. Yeah. Yeah. Very so, smart. And, yeah. From Andrew Schultz, I just learned. I just basically did what he did. Yep. and put out a special online and i wanted to put out something that was personal to me and i don't like the like the whole uh i don't want to say the woke movement or whatever it just got out of control i also don't want to be a guy who just says obnoxious offensive right. not funny things and it's like oh free speech right but I was dangerous like, yeah yeah that because that's not that's whack too but i found like funny has to kind of you got to ride the line you got to be willing to take some risks and we can't all be so offended and I was looking at Indians who were complaining about a poo. Like, that's the worst that happened to us. That's pretty good. That's not that bad. So I just wanted to make a special. I was kind of like, I don't think most Indians feel that way deep down. And I wanted to speak to, for us, hopefully. And so the reception was like way better than I thought it would be. I think we got right. like a million views in a week. It's amazing. And again, I didn't have like any real TV shows or anything behind me, just the podcast. So it was a really cool thing. Yeah, no one cares about doing TV. Like, I mean, they're they're helpful more than they're not helpful. But doing podcasts uh, yeah. is more valuable than anything. Andrew, uh, with a show you guys do together, um, Rogan, any any of those guys are so much more valuable because listeners are more invested. They're not just casually flipping through. They're they're yeah. like there to hear what you have to say. And 100%. He, yeah, it's much better. I love it. I love that the shitty TV networks are taking a beating. Uh, because they just ignored everything and did it their own way. I, I love it. I love the fact yeah. that Gutfeld on Fox is number one, driving everybody really? fucking crazy. Yeah, That's number hilarious. one guy in late night. I love it. <laughs> well, first of all, I think the flipping through thing is really. I don't think that's a thing of the past. I think people might still have cable. I don't on cable. I have this. My wife has some of the shows with like, like the little people and the heavy people. The little oh, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. heavy people, yeah. the real life. Well, it's obvious all, she likes the little yes, people. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> what, what, excuse me. I know there's something to that. my big life, 18 little people running around. I go, honey, anyway. But uh, but there's no, but she has a certain show she watches, but, but there's no, let me flip through the fucking channels. There's no, all right, let's get together, watch David Letterman at night. Is it, that, I don't think that happens anymore. Johnny Carson, no. 
People might check who's on, like, hey, who's Fallon have, or who does Colbert, or who does this guy, like, you might flip through those three, see who the lead guest is or something, but yeah, maybe they don't, I know I don't flip through, I don't watch any of that shit. Fuck, I hate Hulu because of fucking commercials. Fuck that shit. Who's watching commercials? I don't think Hollywood knows, though. Andrew has said this to me, he went on a movie set, and everybody there seemed to still think it was the biggest deal in the world to be in Hollywood, and I was doing voiceover for a show uh, on Netflix, I think. And I was going, flying out to L.A. and I'm like talking to people and uh, just the cluelessness of these people and like the disconnection from the rest of America. It was I don't know, it was just staggering. And I was like, oh, you guys really don't know the entire entertainment revolution that's happening. You have no idea. I was talking to somebody recently about something I was pitching and we were talking about possible places to go depressed. It was just a long conversation. And I was like, well, I know Joe for a long time and. And they're like, yeah, but we're thinking like even bigger like this. And they're talking about like the morning show circuit. <laughs> and and they, were, they weren't being dicks, but I was thinking like, there's no morning show. I don't give a fuck if it's Good Morning America. Any of the other, none of them have the impact that Joe has. No. Nothing on yeah. CNN. All of yeah. CNN doesn't have the impact he does. And I think sometimes people confuse the fact that they don't agree with something and they forget like that's not relevant. What's relevant is this is the most powerful medium in the entire inter- entertainment industry it's probably yeah. bigger than doing i think you can get more press or as much press doing rogan as you can doing something with oprah oh, at this point. it is it's the biggest thing since carson i think yeah for an entertainer yeah or oprah i mean oprah had the afternoons but like people didn't necessarily talk about ellen they would you know share her clips and stuff but it didn't really move the like it didn't move anything culturally whereas yeah Joe i think does. if you're a comic I don't think, I think even like Oprah, like cute, if you're like a cute act, Ellen, Oprah, Fallon, all these things are going to do a lot for you. But Rogan, and to your point about uh, disagreeing with somebody, making them irrelevant, you could disagree with Trump all you want to. He was president for four years. That was pretty relevant. Sure. You know what I mean? I didn't agree with him on many things. He was president for four years. He's still very relevant. So, yeah, but it's funny how people do that where they, they, they like, they'll look at something like, oh, I wish this guy wasn't saying this shit, but he is and it's working. So instead of just going, you know what, I'm going to, they'll go, oh, let's just do this other thing. And it's like, the other thing is not as good as this thing. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't agree with it. Yeah, 100%. Let me ask you, well, we still got you. Let me ask you really quick. Now, I, I love, I love the, uh, every time I watch the flagrant too, when I catch shit on YouTube, it's fucking, it's great. It's a great uh, show. Man, chemistry. You and, uh, you, yeah, and yeah. you can't fake chemistry. It's one of the Correct. fucking, I've seen guys on shows that I don't like and guys in different things, like the late, great Norm MacDonald or certain things, which I didn't like him into Adam Eagle. That was fucking gold. When I see you with Andrew Schultz, you guys are great. You guys are fun. Oh, thank you so much, man. Yeah. Uh, how did you, how did that come about the flagrant two? We've been that- friends for like 15 years to the point that you can't fake chemistry. I moved out to New York and we were both doing a show in Brooklyn and like the hood circuit, the hood rooms. And the show got canceled. And I remember I just moved to New York. I didn't know skinny jeans were like fashionable. And I was like, this dude is dressed super gay. He got skinny jeans. He got the he had like a mohawk at the time. But anyway, we shook hands and then the show got canceled. So he gave me a ride home. And then we started talking about comedy. And we just had all the same taste in comics. Like every comic he liked, I liked. It was crazy. And then we just kept in very light contact for like a year. And then I started doing comedy a lot where he was performing at the Village Lantern. And we just got really close. And over the next like 12, 13 years, we just maintained a friendship. And then uh, when he was thinking about starting a second podcast, he reached out to me and I was like, absolutely, there's nothing I'd rather do. So it just grew from there. 
When and did you know, I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, I'm no, sorry. No. When, when did you know you were onto something? The pilot, the, the episode. When did you know? I don't know if it was a pilot. The when you first that when did you know when you sat down, you filmed the flagrant two, you're like, oh, this is gonna be fun. This we got we got something here. I knew we had something, but I didn't know if it, how big it would get. I just knew we had good chemistry. That's like uh that's a thing. I'm not gonna say I'm the most talented guy, but I always recognize chemistry. And I knew he and I always had chemistry. And then when Mark Gagnon came and Alex Media got more involved, who's also they're also on the podcast. It's just the chemistry. Just you knew there was chemistry there. You could feel that, and and it really is. It's something that you can't prove in court, but you just know when you have it. And the thing I love uh, about, about that show and you guys is very generous with information. Like nobody does Instagram reels or all that stuff better than you guys do for your show. Oh, no one does that shit better. And yet, if you call Andrew and you go, hey, I have a question. He's like, yeah, man. And, and they, he'll literally try to walk you through it so yeah. you can do it as well. He's not a hoarder yeah. of that not because that's a confidence thing. Yeah. It's like a good fighter not wanting to train another fighter because they might get good too. Right. He's comfortable training somebody else so they get good too. It's, it's yeah. really a thing I love about him. Yeah, it really is. And I think that's probably a, a, a Joe Rogan legacy is Joe has been so giving with his platform and so yeah. generous that I think anybody who benefited from Joe feels like and andrew's a very giving guy but i think yeah. even more so you're like you're like i have to pay this forward i can't take for granted what i've been given right because you can't be afraid and before we wrap with you uh because we have our, our next guest is coming in shortly i want to make sure we promote everything you want to promote uh because I, I just love that you did this online and i love that it's succeeding it, again so much. every fucking nail in the coffin of douchey executives making decisions <laughs> i cheer for um and believe me i still want the douchey executives to like me but they just don't uh yeah, same, you know, same. <laughs> it's frustrating right yeah now you're coming up the big deal uh energy tour how much more do you have of that? And uh, where are you going to be besides Madison, so, Wisconsin? We're wrapping up the big Desi energy tour. Desi is like a term for like South Asians. It's honestly a marketing term. Oh, wait, did it, I say that wrong? That was how it was. It's read. all good. Yeah, it's all good. Oh. It's Desi is like, um, so sometimes if you try to market to Indians, Pakistani people, Bangladeshi people are like, that's big Desi. Sorry, buddy. So, so Desi, it's all good. So we got uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania this week, the sixth through the eighth. Then next week I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia, 14th and 15th at the Funny Bone. Then the week after that, I am uh, off. But then Halloween weekend, I'm in Helium in Philly. And then November 4th and 5th, Atlantic City. And then I'm going to be in Madison, Wisconsin, November 11th and 12th. And then the last weekend is Caroline's, November 17th through the 19th. And we wrap it up for the year. A couple shows next year. I'm going to be at the Wilbur, January 14th, my first theater. Super Oh, excited. awesome. But, Fucking uh, animal doing all these gigs is great. Isn't it great? Wow. To and by the way, here's what, what this just convinced me is that I do have to wear my glasses during the uh, podcast. I don't <laughs> want up. to because I've convinced myself that I'm not a blathering old fucking man. But I read <laughs> the D E and I saw the I with the dot look like an L. The big deal good, and big deal energy it doesn't even make sense. The big Desi <laughs> energy tour. And where can people see the special? Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called Bring Back a Pool. I also dropped a crowdwork special one month later that oh, I also nice. think it was really cool. Really ended up, I ended up being really happy with it. So there's a crowdwork special. There's a big Desi Energy special. A bunch of clips on YouTube and TikTok. Uh, Akash Singh Comedy on TikTok. Akash Singh Comedy on YouTube. And Akash Singh on Instagram. Okay, man. It was great having you on. Next time we'll have you on for longer. We'll try to have you on second after the, the our fighter guest. But it's always good talking to you. And I'm really happy Likewise, that you're man. succeeding, man. And uh, we'll talk to you again, buddy, okay? Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. All right, Akash Singh. Thank you, pal. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Talk to you later. That was, that was fun, man.
Yes. Uh, and we said Badil in the waiting room. So I would, I would have talked to him for a while. And they really are generous, those guys. And they're really uh, giving with their information. And I just, I fucking love that. As we're talking, I'm like, wait, we brought about the bring, but we, did we talk about that before with him? Or did I hear him talk about that on Rogan? Is that the first time I met him? Is it the first time he's on the show? I've interviewed him before. And let's, we could bring in Benil Dariush uh, whenever we, you feel. We, if we, I, well, I just know what I don't like. I don't like when I say nice to meet you. And the guy who's been on. Yeah. <laughs> good to you. This is Matt. This is why everybody just goes. Good to see you. Good to see you. Whether it's again, doesn't matter. Eh, well, you know, if I'm just meeting somebody, I like to be that guy. Yeah, I totally get it. But I did it recently where somebody I had met online, like just talking to, I saw her at the cellar. She's a comedian. And we were sitting down talking and I thought I had seen her somewhere else. And she goes, no, we've never met in person. So she probably thought I was hitting on her, which I wasn't. I was just like, oh, fuck. I, I thought we'd met in whatever. It was right. It was we're chatting online about uh, my wife has this, she doesn't talk to a certain some people in her family anymore but there was these ants right and they looked they were these hideous ants and there's one time when i first started coming around the family big italian family i saw the one big large ant and i go oh and i met her i met i met the sister i never met her i go oh i went to go in i go oh nice to see you again she goes i don't know you oh all right okay i, I mean why call, first of all you're being pleasant uh, why I, I'm call the, you I'm, out how much you're I'm with your uh, your young cousin over here. I thought maybe uh, your niece. I thought maybe you know. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about that after. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, Benil. Every time we talk to Benil, it's a, he's, he's training, man. Every Always. Time. Unless yeah. it's an illusion. He really just jumped in and out of a shower just to look good. Or he has the ugliest couch in history behind him. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it's a little bit of all of that. How you What's doing, up, Benil, man? How are you, bro? How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Working on my acting. I was, are you, I was watching a, a clip of you, and you had talked about possible that you had mentioned possibly fighting uh, uh uh, Gaethje, and there was a couple of other uh, fights. Uh, uh, this is why you settled with, not settled, but uh, this is how Gamrod actually came about, Is but you were looking for other people? Well, I mean, let me put it this way. We asked for a Dustin Poirier. We didn't even, like, it was just chip, chip, chirp, 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 nothing. We didn't right. hear it. We, uh, I knew Justin, Justin had his uh, injury, uh, or or he had fought and he got knocked out or, or uh, submitted, whatever. He was going to be out till next year, and I said that's too long. I asked for Chandler, I didn't hear a word. Like I was asking for Islam for for the longest time, and I I thought that was going to be the fight. It didn't happen. And then, like 
these guys just want to alternate and fight each other. They want to stay in the top five and fight each other. And you know who used to say this was Charles Oliveira. And then he got into the top five and he started, he started doing the same thing he was uh, talking about. So, uh, you know, I looked at it and I looked at the division. Honestly, I think Gamrod is top five. So I don't care what the number next to him says. I, I recognize his skill and I want to beat this guy. So I said, okay, Gamrod it is. Um, yes. And what, uh, you, you're six. What is he ranked? Is he, is he ranked? He's ranked. He's top 10. I don't know what he's, oh, he's top 10. So, okay. I, I think that's almost a compliment to you. Uh, but is like, you're considered there's no, he's ninth. There's no advantage because you're dangerous. And I think that's what guys look at you as they fight you and they have to fight you. Th th nobody, they, they probably see you as a tremendous risk. Uh, to go down and fight. So I think that's more of a compliment. And the fact is, if I have to deal with this guy, I will. But if I don't have to, I'm not going to go down a number to fight him. Uh, I think that's just a testament to how dangerous you are. Yeah, I think so too. And then, and the thing is, like, this isn't the first time I fought people behind me. I fought Scott Holtzman, wasn't ranked. I fought Jakar Close, wasn't ranked. I fought, uh, I remember I, I fought James Vick and he wasn't ranked at the time and he was undefeated. And, and this is before, you know, uh, he kind of took a downturn with his career, but like, you know, it's, it's not new to me. I fought, I think one of the toughest guys, uh, in the UFC at that time was Rashid Magomedov. I wasn't, wasn't even, uh, like people were avoiding him, like the plague took the fight. No problem. Like this isn't the, this isn't new for me. You know, this isn't, this isn't anything different for me. Um, the only thing I look at is, uh, is tough fights. I, I want to fight the best competition in the world. And, and it's really that simple. You know, I'm, I'm. Yeah, you can tell I'm cutting weight, so I'm a little bit more uh, agitated. <laughs> Listen, that's great. You don't want to curb that. You're about to fight in a cage. Uh, I look here on. I'm looking at my the stats here, and the guys and he's at the guy. Camrod's 21 and one. I don't know why Jake the Mighty doesn't have his UFC uh, career on here. What? How many fight? Who? How many? Is he undefeated in the UFC? He lost to um, Buram. Buram. Uh, I'm sorry, Guram. I love you, brother, but that's a hard last name. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, his last how many fights win, 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 win. And the fact that, that he's not a household name yet. I mean, that alone, a lot of guys, You, it feels like just yesterday, people were like, well, it's either... Islam or Bernard, Benil or Benil or Islam fighting each other or one of them fighting Charles. And then you went to, is it just that you're like, look, man, I got it. If I don't fight someone, I'm going to go nuts. I just give me anybody. Or yeah. you look at him and you go, he's so quality, so, so much quality in there. Uh, you know what you know what you're up against. You, you, you called it basically. You, you said it exactly. I'm going to go nuts. I haven't fought in over a year. I'm losing my mind here. Like, you know, people always say, Oh, you're so nice. You're so nice. I practice really hard to be nice. Being angry, being angry is a lot easier. Being uh, being a dick is a lot easier. So like, I have to practice being nice, and I'm tired. Of, you know, I, I'm 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 ready to get inside that octagon. And I think, look, you both fought very tough competition, but I think you have fought uh, overall. I think you've had a tougher, a more impressive resume of the guys you fought. Uh, you fought Ferguson. You fought Barboza. You fought a lot of great people. Um, and, I, and so I think you've had a higher level of of competition, definitely in the UFC. Yeah, you know, the thing about, for example, one of the guys I fought, Diego Ferreira, first time I fought him, he, he was undefeated. No problem. I took that fight. I was uh, glad to take it. Second time I fought it, and I fought him. He hadn't lost in six years. No one had beat him in like six years. So, like, 
people don't look at him like uh oh like a quality win he's like but bro like for me he was one of the toughest guys in the division for a long time um you know he took some i think he made a mistake taking fights when he was injured he fought both um uh, what's his name uh the wrestling guy uh Galipsky, Gre uh, gregor Galipsky, um on like a two weeks notice and then he fought um Mateus Gamrot, uh, injured. He had a rib injury in the second round. He had to stop because of his rib, but like, bro, that guy, that guy is amazing. Like that guy, if he was a little bit smarter with his training and taking care of his body, I think that guy would be top five right now. So like, I only want to fight the best guys. And I think he was one of them. You know, I was, I was blessed to fight Tony Ferguson because, yeah. um, you know, he's one of the best lightweights of all time. Obviously he's not where he used to be, but it was, it was an opportunity that I couldn't pass, you know, to fight Tony Ferguson. Man, the name alone was was, was uh, amazing. So, like, that's all I want is is the best guys in the world. Because if I keep, <laughs> like, if I keep eating these guys, eventually these guys, you know, they're gonna have to give me the belt. Like, there's there's only there's only so much food uh, on the table. What I got excited about, I'm sorry, Jimmy. What I got <laughs> excited about when I heard you were in talks to fight the champ, you know, and I know you you fight. I'm not talking about you fighting them now. I'm saying. What I got excited about is the same reason why I'm excited about Islam fighting Charles Oliveira is you guys are going to do something that a lot of other fighters aren't capable of doing, even if they have the balls to, and that's engage him on the ground, take him down, go in the fire, fight through it, fucking put out that fire and put him away on the floor. You're not afraid of it. These other guys, it's a safety mechanism for Charles to go to his back whenever he's dazed or anything. And it's really working to his advantage in how many his last fights. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have that option with you or Islam. That's what yeah. me, really got me excited. So, like, if you watch my fight with Diego the second time, uh, Diego Ferrer, I land a knee on him, and uh, he's hurt. I, I left knee to his ribs, and he's hurt. He he pulls guard basically. He grabs me and pulls guard. And uh, I remember the commentating. Even I was watching rewatching the fight. It was Daniel Cormier saying he should let him up right now. He should let him up right now. Like, bro. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. Why am I going to let him up? You know, I'm not afraid. Like, there's nowhere you could take the fight where I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a bad spot. I got to get out of here. I'm terrified. You could you could try to wrestle. Let's wrestle. You want to do jiu-jitsu? Let's do jiu-jitsu. You, you want to strike? Let's strike. You want to die in there? Let's die. It ain't going to be me, man. It's going to be you. What do you think you need to do to get a title shot? Like, how do you see, I mean, obviously you have one fight in front of you, but how do you see it? If you, I'm, you, we, I'm sure everybody looks forward. What do you think would be the best path for you to get that? Just cut down whoever they put in front of me. It's really that simple. I don't have, uh, uh, I don't have anything else to do. I like, bro, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not a politician. I'm, um, not an ass kisser. I'm not, I'm, I, I got one job to do. Put whoever's in front of me, take them out, and that's that's all that uh, there is to it. Uh, come uh, come the twenty second, um, I'm just looking to take somebody's head off. You've been yeah, to Fight it's... Island before. I'm sorry, you've been to Fight that's Island right. before, or no? Uh, I, I've been to Abu Dhabi, but before it was Fight Island, so I don't I don't know the difference. But I heard it's a little bit more open now. It's not so crazy. I'm going two <laughs> weeks ahead of time, so I'll be staying somewhere else yeah. first, and then I'll go to. Yeah, bro, I, I got a. I got to get used to the the, the, the change in, in time and uh, get, get used to training late because I think I'm going to fight really late. If, if I'm correct about it, I'm fighting some somewhere around like 1 a.m. That's 
Oh yeah, the, the, right. I mean, I would go close to two weeks early when I fought in Vegas. I mean, there's a change in altitude there. It's crazy. Yeah, there, it's like 2,500 in Vegas. It's definitely yeah. When I go to Vegas, I'll go like eight days out, and I'll go stay in the mountains in Charleston. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a, like a relaxation spot. I'll hang out there for a day or two with my wife, and then I'll come down and get ready for a war. And you are the backup, I think, for the for the main event too, correct? Yeah, that's what they told me. So does does a part of you when you're training, you're obviously training for uh, Gamrot, but is there a part of you that's doing anything different in case? I mean, not that you can plan for that, but in case? Nah. You can't. Is that, like, if I'm in shape and if, if, if I've been training uh, like I should be training, which I have been, Islam Charles, Gamrot, like – Pick, pick the name. Like, you can pick whoever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, if, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and be doing, I'm the best in the world. So that's all that matters. Come come the 22nd, whoever they put in front of me is um, is, is food. Because <laughs> you want that shot. Yeah, so you don't really care stylistically. Because, you know, there are times where guys will be concerned about this or that. You don't really care what, what the style is somebody throws in front of you. I mean, stylistically, what do they do that's like, oh, my gosh, I can't deal with this. Charles, he likes to throw, like, big, big shots like knees, kicks. Cool. No big deal. I can do the same thing. I've fought people who could do that. Not really an issue. Islam, he can wrestle. Good for him. I can wrestle. He can uh, he can do jiu-jitsu. Great. I can do jiu-jitsu. Cardio, got it. Same thing with Gamera. He can switch stances. Cool. I can switch stances. Uh, he can he can shoot takedowns. I can shoot takedowns. He can right. he can sprawl like he can punch. I can. There's nothing he can do that's that's like I haven't seen or I can't do and I can't even do better. And I think everything he does, I do better. Do you think Oliveira? I think Chael, Matt, wasn't it Chael that said Oliveira doesn't get the respect that he really deserves as champion? Do you think he gets the respect that he deserves, or is as as known as he should be? Like sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't. I honestly I don't get it. Like I respect him a lot. I, I like the way he fights. Like he uh he goes out there and he, he fights with his heart, you know, like he like you know, he comes back from the dead, basically. Like you see yeah. him go out and around and he he gets like almost ten nine uh, ten eight right. round where you think he's gonna get knocked out the re- next round. And then you see him go back, his coaches are talking to him, but something happens in his head where he starts to do this with his mouth too. He starts like biting uh, like on his mouthpiece and he just like and then something clicks again and he goes back out there and does the same thing. And it's like amazing. That's amazing. Like somebody who's willing to uh, able to do that and, and willing to come back from the dead like that. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes like people don't give him respect and I don't understand why. I think Justin did that a little bit, but he changed his, his tune. Michael Chandler, obviously, all these yeah. guys, did. they all did it, but they changed their tunes and. And I think Habib's doing it a little bit right now, and I think he should be careful. I think he really should be careful because the guy he's fighting is um, is not afraid, and uh, that's a scary man. I was going to bring that up about – because, you know, there's certain guys you look at and you're like, all right, the guy doesn't really have an off switch. You got you to gotta, you gotta put his lights out. You got to put him to sleep. He's going to keep coming. And there's other guys you're like, all right, you get this guy in a little danger. He'll get the fuck out of Dodge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and you've seen that before in Charles where he's been broken. And guys, weather the storm, whether it be Paul Felder or some of his other losses. And you're like, all right, he did it once. He'll do it again. And Justin Cage, was kind of pointing to that. Like, look, I'm going to bring that out of him. I don't know if it's still in him. 
Maybe he, he listen. He might. He's not. I heard Joe Rogan say it, it might have. He felt like it was after he had his kid. He he got a, he alluded to that. Like after he had a child, he's been a different guy. Maybe Bro. it is. I don't know. It could be. I you mean, know, something's different. I've, I've I had a baby after the Tony fight, and I had a daughter, and it's you look at the world differently. So I don't. I I could be. It could be. It just or it could just be one day he went home and is like, man. I'm not going to break anymore. Like, you know, maybe like he's a God fearing man. He's like, God, like, I don't want to break anymore. Help me, you know, kind of deal. So I, I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, it's inspiring. And I, I respect it. But at the same time, I know like if I have the opportunity, it doesn't matter because I don't, I don't need to be like the other guys where I need to put fear in his heart. No, I'm going to break you. And then when you go into your comfort zone on your back, I'm going to come over there and break you. And then when you go back in and uh, when the round's over and you go back to your corner and they rebuild you up, no problem. I'm going to come back and break you again. I'll do it as many times as I have to. And I think that's the difference. These guys break them once and they say, oh, it's over. I got him. And they relax. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Uh, I, I don't, I don't need to relax ever. That's the Jimmy. That's no yeah. we call that. That's confidence. He's not yeah. trying to convince us, Jimmy. That's right. He believes it. Look at his eyes. Stone cold killer. Look at him. No, now he's smiling. You. Now you want to pinch his teeth. And they, like, like I told you, it's a lot easier to kill than it is to be kind. Yeah. It is. And, and you don't need a guy's psychology to be changed fighting you. You don't need him to be afraid. You don't need to relay any message to him. You just are going to go in there and, and fight the way you fight. Come your best, like with Gamrod. Like I want the best Gamrod. I don't. I don't want like oh this or that. I want the best Gamrod. You know the uh, the best version of him. I I I would appreciate that if I get a crappy version. It's always going to be in the back of my head. I only beat this guy because he uh something was wrong. I, I don't want that. Spoken like a warrior, Jimmy. Yeah. One time, Jimmy. Jimmy. One time told me if you ever competed, he hoped he, the guy had like a stomach flu or something. And he always oh, yeah. knows about it. So the guy's really weak. Jimmy goes in and does. That's absolutely me, it's exactly it's no honor in it is what no I'm not at all yeah. i, I that guy remember that guy you see that video that guy who's shit in the ring that would be the guy i'd want to fight the guy who shit there was a guy who shit in the cage uh and i would yeah. i would take i'll take it i'll take <laughs> could you be yeah, more that, like sounds, that, that, that sounds disgusting it and, was terrible uh, yeah it was terrible at all. <laughs> you gotta be more like benio like that i know well, look, man, uh, it, it, this is a great matchup, yes. and um, you, you, you do for a title shot soon. I, I hope this goes your way. Um, and either way, it's like, you know, Oliveira took a while to get it, and it will take you, but you will get it. So good luck on uh, the 22nd, man, and uh, I'm happy that you're fighting again, and um, you know, I hope, you, I hope you, uh, you have a great fight. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you, guys. Video, care, I'll talk bro. to you soon, all right? Take care, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care, bro. And we shouldn't do picks yet, Matt, just because it's not it's not this week. What were we talking about before all this shit? Before everything. Uh, Akash Singh. Comedy. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. Oh, before, before I think I remember I before Benil. We, we talked about the driving instructor who was, he was at a shitty parking job. Who else did we talk about? What else did we talk about? Bring me back. I thought we were talking about um, uh, comic <laughs> books. I interviewed Todd McFarlane today. I like him a lot. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Michael J. White wasn't bad at Spawn, but it was kind of a fucked up look. And, and John Legazimo. Legazamo. Say it again for me. Legazamo. Legazamo. Yeah. John Legazamo. 
He was great as the clown, but there was something off with that movie. He wasn't great. But uh, I heard they're doing another. Tell me what happened with Todd McFarlane. Well, we talked to him for an hour, and um, he was draw. He brought in sketches of. He's doing this comic book Batman against uh, Spawn, and there was. Uh, I, he told me to put a little line in the cape so that my 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 little line will be in the comic book. So like a child, I was so happy to do it. I, he gave me like one of his raw sketches. And I put a little line in the cape, like oh, a did like a. Me? I did like a small boy. I thought she. I thought he made, gave you a line like the fucking. No, just yeah, come get some, and you wrote. He, that. Was, he was great. No, very, very interesting. Said, Fuck yeah, like that type of thing. Right, Chip. Yeah, no, he did a, a comic book with Ozzy too. He helped, or or he helped do uh, stuff for Ozzy's last music video. So yeah, he was a great guy. What, was he talking about the movie coming out with the Todd McFarlane? He didn't give us a spoiler just because he was doing something at ten, at noon. Which I would love to know what the spoiler actually was, because there was something he wouldn't tell us. Todd What is it? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up uh, in the last Jimmy, hour and see. Sorry, Jimmy. I'll what put you under these hot lights. It's okay. I'll look up the last hour. What did he say? Uh, um, let's see. I don't know. Adds Joker and Captain America four writers. Oh, it's a writer. Okay, they they added a very big writer. Oh, it's oh, big news. <laughs> yep, it is in that world. Yeah, very big. Yeah, shit. Hey, All Jay, right. man, yes, buddy. what else you got going on? We got to jump out. What a great show. I tonight, a- tonight, 7 p.m., Ooh. I'm at the Fat Black Pussycat. Those shows have been selling out, so if you can, come down and see me. Um, I will be there uh, this week and next week, uh, Wednesday night, Fat Black Pussycat. Jimmy, I'm just teaching. I'm just having fun with my jujitsu. I'm yeah. not even plugging the place. I have enough students. Somebody finds us, they find us. Sarah BJJ. Well, SarahBJJ.com. People come in, they go, oh, what, are, what are you doing here? Go, oh, don't be, my name's on the wall. And then yep. we all laugh. Of course. And then I go, get a fucking gay on. Will you please? Yeah. All right, listen to me. Uh, Jimmy, I will talk to you over the weekend, I'm sure. Right, I'm just really the guy. Jimmy, you know when we talk about chemistry and friendship and all that good stuff? Yeah. I, I like it. I miss you so much. I don't, I don't have to say anything else. I just look... <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. See you, buddy. I'll talk to you again. <laughs> Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.